Hi everyone, welcome to the latest edition of 42 to Doomsday. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. And today, we're going to be talking about this bloke. Hello there, my name is Peter Capaldi, and I am the new Doctor. Capaldi, what was her reaction? Oh, look, I was stoked actually. I was, uh, I hadn't been following the market. I mean, I don't follow the betting agencies, but they're usually right. Um, I'm sure the I'm sure the UK betting markets had uh, had some nice inside information, but because uh, they did actually stop taking bets at at, uh, at at one point before the announcement was made. But um, yeah, no, I was very, 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 very pleased. Um, the Capaldi was the man who was given the uh, given the job, uh, which is not to say that I'm sort of sad in a way to see Matt Smith go but um, I think Capaldi will bring a really fresh and new take uh, to the role and he'll, he'll just bring something completely different because he's you know a completely different actor uh, with a different skill set and, and range of experience so yeah very pleased. Well uh, my reaction was like uh, what former producer John Ethan Turner used to say I'm delighted. <laughs> uh, Michael Grade wanted to make Jeremy Brett the doctor when uh, replacing Colin Baker to me this is the next best thing um, this casting actually makes me genuinely excited about the new series again. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's I, I tend to believe or tend to think that uh, David Tennant and Matt Smith's performances were just a little bit too close. Um, there, there wasn't a great deal of variety uh, in what they were given to work with and how and and their performances they gave. There was a bit too much, you know, manicness. A bit too much. Uh, just you know, quippy talking and uh, and a bit too much physicality. I'm I'm hoping Capaldi will dial it back. We'll we'll give a more. I mean, it's th- that that terrible word that besmirches Doctor Who, but gravitas. Um, it'll just give a, a I think a steadier, stabler, more interesting performance. I think than than the sort of what I tend to have re- come to have regarded as being a, a sort of a shallower performance for for most of the time. And that may not have been uh, Matt Smith's fault. I think the writing. Uh, ten, towards the towards the end of his tenure has has let him down a little bit in, in what it's asked for him to do, but um, I'm really more so. I think I'm more excited that now than at any point since the the show's announcement came back that Capaldi I think will be really really good for the show, and it, I'm hoping that it actually indicates a shift in the in the in the direction for the show as well. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, well Capaldi's obviously a, a very seasoned actor. He's written. Uh, he, he's directed, he's won an Academy Award for directing. I'm hoping he'll go in there and sort of challenge some of the uh, scripts in some in some respects. Like, uh, I don't I don't see putting up with uh, things like Nightmare and Silver. Oh, God. For example. God, no, I hope, I hope not. Mm. And, and, and it is all down to... The, a script is essentially a collection of words on a page and it's... And the, and, and the TV or the movie-making process is a collaborative effort, so... You, a different actor will bring something different, a different interpretation to what's on the page. A director will bring a different visual interpretation to what's, you know, what's on the page and, and a character interpretation. So, what the way Matt Smith or David Tennant or you know anyone Troughton or Pertwee 
would have uh, how they would have acted with you know a set page of dialogue in front of them um, will be you know is that they just bring something different to the table and I think Capaldi will bring something really different and and really exciting. A lot's been said about uh, his age. He's fifty five. He's the same age as uh, Hartnell when he took on the role. Now a uh, day after it was announced uh, that uh, he Capaldi was a doctor. The, one of the UK tabloids picked, uh, published a picture of Capaldi going to the gym. Now, I can't remember seeing any uh, articles in Doctor Who magazine saying that William Hartnell used to go to the gym after a hard day's recording. Uh, Capaldi is in much better physical condition than William Hartnell. I'm not worried about, uh, I suppose, the, uh, him taking on the role and, and, and the production schedule and things like that. Well, I mean, the, the standard line that you would get either amongst you know fandom or even from the production inside the production team was that the frenetic uh, nature of the production process, the modern TV production process in Cardiff, that, you know, the long, the long days, the long nights and, the, and, the, and just the long shooting schedule militated against having anyone sort of over 50 for fear that they would drop dead. Now, you know, um, I always thought that that was a bit of baloney to be perfectly frank. And it was just an excuse to have younger actors to, 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 um, to appeal to a younger demographic. I mean, yes, it's a family audience and all that sort of thing, but uh, it, I could never see understand why that didn't mean that you know you could have a, an older person. As you say, you know, people uh, in their fifties and sixties today are, are way healthier than their counterparts forty or fifty years ago. I mean, correct diets, nutrition, attitudes. There's a, there's a reason why the life expectancy rate has has uh, exploded in the latter half of the twentieth century. I mean, people are just looking after themselves better, and I mean, you know. Live, live hard, die older with a very good body, basically, as opposed to their counterparts in the 60s and 70s. I mean, I've had the uh, misfortune of reading some of the uh, comments in uh, some of the UK tabloids that were left by their uh, readers. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Do they, are they actually capable of reading some of these people? Well, the comments have... Uh, actually, to be honest, a lot of them have been quite positive towards it. Some have been, he's not young or hot enough. Do you think... That, yeah, do you think there's a risk of especially with the American, uh, the adoption of the program, do you think there's a risk of casting an older actor when they've been so used to having, I quote, young and hot actors for the last five or six years? No, I don't. I, you, you will always get some drop-off. I mean, when you look at the viewing figures, Christopher Eccleston de- debuted to 10.5 million people and, and, now, and, and, his, and the average was about eight or nine and now the average is about just a touch over seven. So there's always people, there's always a churn of viewers. Uh, you know, people... Christopher Eccleston is by no means a sex symbol. He's a dour-looking, uh, hard-faced, miserable, miserable old git, miserable middle-aged git. But he's a magnificent actor, and people come to that. And as long as the actor gives a really good performance, people will come to that. And uh, yeah, I, you, you know, you sort of feel sorry for the younger younger kids who can't get their head around the, the show's format. Does demand change? And as these kids get older, they'll realise that life is full of change. And, you know, what you see on telly is mirrored in what you see in real life. Mm. Um, no, I, it's, I, I think he'll bring... I mean, the base viewing audience will stay. And I think because of his, his profile, because of his, you know, his, 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 well known, his, his high profile in English TV and, and in films as well, um, there'll be a lot of people who will be interested to see what he, can bring, what he brings to the show. And they'll, they'll come along, at least, at least initially. I think it's great. I think it's great. As, as the show regenerates with a new actor and a new production team, so the audience changes as well. Hmm. And, yeah, as, you know, 25 years ago, they cast an actor 
you know, his major claim to fame was stuffing ferrets down his trousers, and now you've got an Academy Award winner, and he's a BAFTA winner as well. Um, how do you think the perception of the roles changed from the mid to late 80s with the public and actors, uh, you know, in order to take on a role like this now? Well, I, I think that um, you, you get Christopher Eccleston, who for the better part of 20 years is being a top flight actor. You get David Tennant, who's a young, a youngish actor on the rise and had a, a, a number of, you know, really strong performances behind him. Matt Smith was, is effectively, you know, at the beginning of his career, but I think you'll see by the end of it that he'll, he'll have been, become an actor of substance. Um, Capaldi coming in with his profile, with will I'm sure will will increase the interest of the audience and of the acting community as well. And I think that you might find that um, other well-known actors may you know talk, turn to their agents and say, "Get me a gig on this show. I want to act again. I want to act against Peter Capaldi." So you might you might see. Uh, I mean, and you do get the cream of uh, of English. I mean, John Hurt for goodness sake. Uh, is 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 featuring in the anniversary special, but now I think that you know if Capaldi stays for two or three years, you'll see a not a better level, but a, a more distinguished level perhaps of uh, of British acting talent coming to the show. And you know, mm. it'll be easier to uh, get you know the the, the the better directors, the better writers, that sort of thing. Uh, I, I th- and and he, the fact that he's an older actor, more experienced actor, will will demand a different set of you know scripts a different way of doing the show and i think just to, just actually just to go back a step with the younger audience if if the, if the production team and the bbc are concerned that they're going to lose that what i suppose they regard as being a t a key teen or late teen demographic well all you do is you just go back to having a doctor and two companions and you have a, a female a young hot looking female companion which they've already got and you get a mm. young hot looking male companion and you structure the show around Will they? Won't they? I mean, it's the that's the perennial thing that you get in TV, you know, for the last thirty years. Will they? Won't they? It's the moonlighting thing with the doc, with the doctor standing back as a sort of patriarchal figure, looking on bemusedly. But that that thing that they that, that the younger audience didn't, you know, the twilight audience who you know who want their relationships, the will they? Won't they? Won't they? You know, Tennant um, and uh, Billy Piper and you know and all that sort of thing. They'll get that with uh, with a more normal sort of human relationship. So the announcement was done Big Brother style. Um, what did you think of it? Well, uh, unlike 40,000 Australians, I did not get up at 4am to uh, to view this. My I I only get about six or six or six and a half hours sleep at the best of times and I was not sacrificing a single second to get up at, uh, at four o'clock. Though I do, do remember waking up at 3.52 thinking, A, what am I doing up at this time? And B, I am not going to get up and go watch television. But uh, what did I think of it? Um... As you said, there was a lot of Big Brother about it. There was a lot, and I hate Big Brother, mm. honestly. If they're all just, it, I, I loathe Big Brother, and I loathe that loathe that sort of um, that entertainment, uh, you know, mantra that sort of consumes uh, TV shows. That entertainment is the be all and end all, and any form of entertainment is good. Um, it 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 was high on you know color and the you know the, the laser effects and the and the dry ice and all that sort of thing when Capaldi came out. Um, in front of a live studio audience, it, 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 there's two things that spring to mind. It smacks of 
we sort of, we being the BBC, sort of acknowledge that we've not really done much to promote the show in nineteen in, in sorry in two thousand and thirteen, and we need to do something that'll grab the attention, and um, and it also says we we think the show has a future. If we're going to spend thirty minutes of you know prime time BBC One scheduling on this, we regard this show as being one of our flagships. And we think that this announcement of Peter Capaldi is a, is big enough to justify doing this. But uh, in terms of the actual content, well, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the only really interesting content was when, as soon as Capaldi appeared, to a rapturous uh, reaction, uh, all the lead up to it was, you know, a bit of fluff. It was all, uh, 20, 20, 20 or 25 minutes of fluff, but, you know, people seem to like that, and, that, and that's, that's fair enough. Yeah, the wheel at these celebrity, you know, people who allegedly are Who fans... I would have whacked on David Tennant myself, but anyway, I mean, he's one of the biggest Who fans. Well, exactly. I mean, they, they did wheel out uh, Peter Davison. It was actually quite a, quite a nice moment when he, he, he uh, enveloped uh, Capaldi in a bit of a bear hug at the end. Oh, yeah, it was, that was uh, that got the best reaction from the audience. I, I did find it a bit odd that uh, Capaldi um, gave Bernard Cribbins uh, a kiss on both cheeks. Very European. Pope style, isn't it, it really? Was, uh, it's very odd, very odd. But, uh, you know, the yeah. actors are a bunch of loveys, I suppose. So They are. Know. Now, I thought Matt. Uh, sorry, I thought Matt looked quite dejected when sort of giving his, uh, you know, to, to speech to to Peter Capaldi. He looked quite. He couldn't look at the camera. He was sort of almost in his mind. He was going, "Oh my God, what have I done?" Well, that that seems to have been a uniform response to to the way he conducted himself for the you know thirty or forty five seconds. I mean, there could be any number of reasons. That, I mean, who knows when they recorded that? It could have been in the middle of the night if he's in America. He might genuinely believe, he might genuinely be upset that he's actually leaving. I mean, you know, you, you sort of, it's it, at the end of the day, it's a job, but you surround yourself with these people, you see these people every day for months on end, and they, you know, they become your friends, they become your confidants, and it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a safe, welcoming environment. And then when suddenly, you know, you, you, you have to leave for whatever reason, that can be genuinely upsetting because it's like the whole Pertwee family uh, environment, the unit, the unit family. You know, I mean, I'm sure that when Delgado died, that was a that caused a big, you know, rupture within the team, and then sort of all your usual certainties go. And it's the same sort of thing here. I mean, I'm sure Matt Smith with uh, Gillum and uh, and the uh, the other fellow whose name I can't remember at the moment, Arthur Darvel. Arthur, sorry, Arthur Arthur Darvel. I mean, when they went, I'm sure that was a bit of a shock to a bit of a shock to um, to, to mm. Matt Smith because they're all of an age, and uh, they, you know, I'm sure they were all great fans on and off the set and for that to go so i'm sure he's probably genuinely upset that he's he's going now i mean there was talk that he was sort of pushed aside now that could that could account for being upset but and at the, at the end of the day i think it's better to leave a little bit early than a little bit late there's i mean david Tennant, i think is widely regarded as having stayed on for one year too long and he wasn't given the best send off i mean no all I want for Christmas this year is a decent send-off story and not end of time, part two, three. I just, I couldn't, don't think I could handle going through that again. 20 minutes of him dying at the end with Castrati singing in the background. Oh, crikey, Joe. No. So, I mean, interesting that he, I mean, I'm sure his comments were very heartfelt, but... Um... Interesting that uh, the he, he didn't seem overly happy to be saying, I'm out the door, hello, new no. fellow. But, you know, 
everyone has their reasons for how they are, and that's fair enough. I was always hoping Matt would do one more year. I was hoping Matt would do one more year without Peter uh, Stephen Moffat as his as the yes. producer as a you know the, the chief showrunner. I'll be in, very interested. I'm, I'm hoping that Stephen Moffat doesn't screw this up. I'm hoping that he shepherds in a whole you know slew of really good quality scripts. And I hope you know that, that that he's able to put his entire attention on 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 doing that because you've got Peter Capaldi for goodness sake. As you said before, he's an Academy Award winner for a short film. He's he's he, he's he's got he's proven his medal time and time again in the acting stakes. I mean, I'm in the lead up to this podcast. I've watched a number of shows that he's been on, and his range is wide. He's got a, he's a wide ranging actor, and he he's very he's just great. He's a great catch for the show doesn't hurt that he's a fan as well but he's a great catch of the show and you need to capitalize on an actor of that quality you can't throw rubbish scripts at him like nightmare and silver was thrown at matt smith you know you just can't afford to do that because that's that's criminal that is honestly that is criminal and apparently matt wasn't very happy when he found out he had to you know act against himself for quite a large section of the story as well and it shows it's bloody terrible the whole, that that story is actually quite bad Oh yeah, I know. It um, it's 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 pretty. It, it's disappointing when your leading man, um, you know, who's already in the spotlight, is is forced to deal with as best he can under mm. those sort of pressures. A script that you know, I mean, they're all very professional and and all that sort of thing because it, it's demanded of them. But they're all very professional, so I'm sure he wasn't you know rant, ranting and raving. But it just must be hard when you know you do you you do your best. You you live and breathe the show on and off the stage. And you're presented with a script that is, is no good, and um, and this is what I, I, I fear. Fear is probably too strong a word, but I I really hope that Capaldi is given scripts that you know he can he can really work with. Yeah, the challenge they're challenging and uh, they're well structured, and don't get resolved in the last three minutes where he's waving a magic wand around. Well, I mean that's that's the fundamental format of the show at the at the moment. I mean I've said this time and time again. I do not understand why the show even with its success, is unable to rise above a certain level. You know, I watch a lot of American TV, a lot of, you know, the HBO stuff and all that sort of thing. And I'm not expecting the BBC to come out with a hard-hitting drama like Breaking Bad. I mean, I don't expect Doctor Who to be like that. I don't expect Doctor Who to be like The Newsroom or Hannibal or anything like that. But I expect it to be a bit better than what it is. I think, it, mm. I think at the moment... And I really feel for Matt Smith that he's just been served with a lot of shallow scripts. There are certainly scripts um, in uh, in the latter half of season seven which are really good, uh, Hyde and uh, the Crimson the Crimson Horror. But there was a lot of stuff there that was just really, really, really sad. And I, I feel for Matt, and I and I feel and I really hope that Capaldi isn't shortchanged. That'll be it'll be a terrible waste, a terrible waste. What type of doctor do you think Capaldi will be? I can't see him being giving a performance like Tennant and like Smith. Yes, they had their quiet moments and their you know their, their their mournful moments and their gravitas moments and all that sort of thing. But you know the image in my mind of Matt Smith is him doing you know pirouettes in 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 the console room, you know arms flying around. I mean that's a nice physical performance for a bloke who's you know cracked thirty. I'm expecting. I don't know. I mean, we've said that he's the same age as Hartnell. He's not going to give the same performance as Hartnell, but I'm hoping that it will be a considered performance. Um, if if you see him in the uh, there's a ITV series called the Suspicions of Mister 
uh, Witcher, where um, Capaldi plays the head of a, of a family, a well-to-do family in 1860s uh, England. And, you know, he's, um, he's a very, it's a very restrained performance. It's a man who keeps his emotions under, uh, under check. But when they do come through, it's not, you know, a flamboyant display of emotion. It's, it's a very affecting sort of uh, d- demonstration. So he's an older man. I'm not expecting him to act like a 25-year-old. I'm expecting him to act like a 55-year-old. And, you know, there'll be touches of light, lightness amongst the shade. I mean, I'm sure he... I mean, he can clearly handle comedy material. So, I'm, I'm, you know, he, there might be a dry wit demonstrated there. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting something that uh, suits his, his, his ability and his range. What about you? Like you, a bit of gravitas, obviously, or hopefully with his age uh, and his acting ability, I've got no, I've got no issue or, or any um, fears about uh, what he's going to do with the role. Because he grew up very heavily in the, in the Pertwee area, uh, I would be uh, quite surprised to sort of bring some Pertwee-isms back into the fold, maybe. So maybe see him in a cape, a bit of Venetia Nikita. Well, I mean, one of the other questions is what, what sort of costume will they give him, so... I could see him in a like a, you know that costume Eccleston wore in Rose when he's on a Titanic. Oh yes. Sort of like that. I don't know. I saw him in a frock coat today, and he he he, he looks. I mean, you know, a frock coat. I mean, it's the classic. It's the classic series uh, sort of template. But um, yeah, not a good look. No, it was a really good look. I mean, again, it's a series set series set in eighteen in eighteen sixty. So it's you know, it's uh it's uh, cravats and uh, and frock coats and waistcoats and odd-looking pants and boots and that sort of thing. Um, so he did look the part, but um, I can't see him wearing something too modern. I, he wouldn't wear a suit like, say, no. Tennant. And he definitely would not be dressed up like Eccleston. It just wouldn't suit. But um, something a bit of, a bit retro, I think. A bit retro. And well, we just we just wait to, wait to see, I suppose. But it's mm. going to be a long time. It'll be at least a, a year before he... Um, on screen well they're filming in January well they're doing the Christmas special obviously in August and then they're starting the season 8 filming in January which to me would be a autumn transmission over there yeah they're talking about a continuous run of 13 episodes but later in the year for next for 2014 that's fine so I mean I'm sure we'll see I think I believe that Moffat has said you will see him for a short very short time at the end of uh, the Christmas special which makes sense but he'll be wearing what's left of Matt Smith's costume um, and then I suppose the first time we'll see him is when the us- the habitual um, stalkers with their with their with their mobile phone cameras, the camera phones will be out looking at uh, location shoots, and we'll we'll see what he's wearing then, and the uh, you know the various forums will be ablaze with is that good is that bad I don't like the cut of his jib so you know yeah because all those pictures are well represented aren't they well exactly yes <laughs> so you you've mentioned you've been watching uh, some Capaldi. Uh, media recently yes what, well I mean uh, he, he uh, Peter Capaldi is obviously he, he most well known the tabloids in the, in the wake of his announcement at, at being the 12th Doctor concentrated on the Malcolm Tucker character from uh, In the Thick of It uh, yes notoriously <laughs> notoriously foul mouthed uh, by uh, by most standards and even my standards but um, I so I've watched a couple of episodes of, uh, of In the Thick of It and uh, mm. I mean it Apart from the series being quite quite amusing, and uh, you know, a twenty first century yes minister, much to the horror of those who um, who were politicians in the late twentieth century, um, I mean, it does he does give a I mean, it is a sort of a broad, I am a foul mouthed um, terror of uh, politicians everywhere, 
But there was a moment, I think, in the in the first episode where I watched today, where the the minister says something completely ridiculous, and there's just this look of there's a there's an actual look of danger on uh, Capaldi's face, where he just he he looks at him <laughs> and he and he say, and you can see that you could see his thoughts wearing along, going, "Go on, say that again, and see if you live." Sort of sort of thing. It was it was just the, the dead look in his eyes, and, yeah. and the, his face had just gone, just closed in, and. And and that and uh, that was quite quite amusing. And I'm sure um, as I watch the uh, the rest of the series, it'd be much more of that. But the other thing I watched, as I said before, was the suspicions of Mr. Witcher, which is set in 1860 in, in England, and the revolves, revolves around the investigation of the murder of a child. And uh, the child's father is played by Capaldi, and Capaldi, as I said earlier, uh, you know, gives a very restrained performance, as um, I suppose early victorians did back in those days you know you didn't talk about uh, you didn't have emotions really so no you didn't talk about your feelings at all you had no you chopped them off when you turned 18 so um yeah yes i mean uh, he's he's not the main actor but he's he's certainly the uh, he leads the cast uh, in the credits but yeah a, a very restrained performance uh, you can see he he displays the moments of uh, of grief breaking through that sort of that that, that victorian mask um yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he certainly demonstrates a presence. I mean, you know, when the camera's on him, it's on him. Um, just a pity um, I didn't get a chance to see him in a in a by the time this podcast was recorded in a, in, a, uh, in a in a sort of lead a straight lead performance, not a comedy, uh, not a supporting role in the drama, but as as a straight lead. But I, I intend um, not that it's going to you know be any general indication of how he's going to perform. As the twelfth doctor, but just just to see, you know, what he's like when he's get in a the flavor, light. get a flavor exactly. What yeah, about what about yeah. you? What did you have a chance well, to watch? Well, I've sort of been watching Capaldi stuff before he was announced, and it wasn't it was just by by fluke, to be honest. So uh, I finished watching season four, or thick of it, a few months ago, and uh, I watched that show from the beginning right to its uh, conclusion. Um, it's a very strong ensemble program anyway good cast on it but uh, his his one line is on it are absolutely brilliant so I've used some of them at work to be honest uh, Which to get my point across so s- s- I, won't re- I won't repeat them here no, sadly but, we uh, can't use them here to otherwise we lose our non-explicit tag so no one of them had the word uh, buy at the end of it but uh, yeah <laughs> well, I look very, forward to catching up with that yeah also watch a film called In the Loop which is sort of a spin-off of uh, The Thick of It as well that's that's a, uh, that's, that's a good that's a good script there yeah no, I'll track that down um, I then watched Local Hero the film Local Hero which is his uh, first uh, sort of film role um, it was like I remember vaguely watching it in the 80s when it came out because I'm that old hmm. and of course I remember the music because it was quite a popular piece of music at the time and uh, I watched it again about five six months ago and I really enjoyed it it, it reminded me of Hamish Macbeth. You know that TV show Hamish Macbeth? You oh, might yes. Not remember it. Yeah. It sort of reminded me of sort of in the Scottish Highlands, you know. It was sort of, you know, this just lilting along. It was a pleasant view watching experience, you know, and all the all the scenery and the, the quirky characters. And, mm. and he's in it. And he, you know, he, he just one of his first roles and uh, came across very strong with conviction and, you know, really enjoyed him in the part. Uh, George uh, Children of Earth. Did you ever watch him in that? Oh yes, I did. I was really impressed with his performances. The now was he a cabinet minister or? Yeah, I think I haven't seen that in years. But yeah, I mean that, that was a standout thing for me. Oh, definitely. Was was he was brilliant in that? Yes, I think he was the best thing in that uh, in that story. Really, mm. I mean, it's just a, a, a beautiful, beautiful performance. Yeah, 
mm. beautiful performance. So, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that the man can act. I mean, clearly he can. Clearly he can. I, I just, I'm just, I have a, a minor worry about the quality of the, the scripts that he's going to get. But, you know, uh, we'll just see what we'll see. And you also just uh, watched, uh, have you seen the TV show called The Hour? It yes. Was, uh, yeah, so he was in season two of that. Oh, okay. Um, he was great. I think he won a BAFTA for that as well, I think. Or got nominated. Uh, yeah, great in that. You know, couldn't take his eyes off him, sort of performance. It was a good cast anyway. And what does the BBC do? Cancel it. Uh, one of the best traditions of the BBC when they have Of course. Tripods, this. Let's just keep going, guys. Yeah, you know, survivors. <laughs> yeah, well done. Um, and I just uh, acquired a show called Field of Blood um, that he had, he's in. Uh, Never heard of it. About, about 80s journalism, so I'm looking forward to oh, watching okay. that as soon as I finish season two of Bre- uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, yes, Breaking Bad. Mm. Now, uh, now we've talked about sort of what, um, how he will portray the character of the Doctor. Does the, the fact that he's an older actor indicate any change in, in the direction of the show? Yes. There is no way I don't see Capaldi flirting overtly with uh, Jenna Louise Coleman no, or Jenna Coleman I should say you know and not saying things like is that skirt a bit too tight there's no way he would do that no no I praise be to God that, that, that that's not going to happen it, it, it shouldn't and it can't happen I mean the um, slapping of Jenna Louise Coleman on, flicking of her on her backside with, with a towel uh, in uh, I think it was Journey to the Centre of the TARDIS that was just a very very strange moment and yes, I, I do not think we'll be seeing any of that, thankfully. There's a time and a place, and there's no time and a place for that in this show. No, and especially with a mature man like that. I mean, it's not married with children. It's just creepy. Yeah, it's it just creepy. It would be creepy. So, you, yeah. as you say, I don't. we won't get any of that. We won't get any of that. Hmm. But what will we get? What do you think we'll get? What sort, of, what sort of show will it be? Will it be... I mean, it'll still be Doctor Who, obviously, but um, will, will, will the stories... Be less frenetic will we see the reintroduction of a couple of two-parters i'm hoping so i'm hoping to go back to a more and this is going to sound old school a more hinchcliffe holmes he's an older man mm. he'd work really well with those sort of type of gothic stories um i could see him doing a thing like hide yes yes you know, I could not see him do things like Rings of Akatan. Now you'd probably do a Malcolm oh, Tucker in the middle of it. God. You know, you know, swearing his head off. Going, what is this effing awful he, music? He'd, you know? he'd, tor- <laughs> he'd burn the place down. He would torch the entire production centre. He would no way. There's no way he'd he would get, do it. He'd get that leaf and just stamp on it. Get out. <laughs> the leaf of Rassilon. <laughs> the leaf of Rassilon. <laughs> Sorry, folks. That's an in joke. We'll never explain that. No. No. It's um. Yeah. I. It'll be really interesting how the production team approaches having an older actor and we're not saying that he's you know he's on life support and he's in a wheelchair and you know he'll just he's he's, he's dead he's a dead man walking no nothing like that but um, I, I think the show should reflect what the actor is capable of bringing to the table and if, you, if you're going to I mean Tom Baker was you know he, he could do somber and so the, the first three his first three seasons reflected that I mean he wasn't entirely somber of course but then no. he could also do undergraduate humor, humor in the last, and his second three seasons reflected that. And then back to the somber. So uh, whatever Capaldi, whatever I mean, it's obviously a collaborative effort as well. Um, it's not going to be Capaldi coming in, you know, on day one and saying this is how I'm playing it. 
make sure the scripts reflect this. It'll be him, it'll be Moffat, it'll be the other producers as well. But I hope that they're all on the same page and, and all pulling in the one direction because it will be a real tragedy if they screw it up. The reaction to the casting, from what I see, has been positive for once. Yes, it's, um, it's a strange feeling to see fandom unified, um, for, as you said, for once. Uh, fandom is famously fractious. But I, yeah, this, um, this response, uh, the response from fandom uh, and, and even the, and the, the general uh, you know, public and, and the media was one of, this is a really good pick. This is this is an exciting uh, pick that will you know will be a really really good boost for the show and fandom you know as I said notoriously the, 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 the opinionated and, and, and easily divisible but um, this time it was striking that almost uniformly other than you know the, the, the fangirls crying off in the corner and you know we shouldn't dismiss them too much I mean that they're watching the show and they're buying the DVDs and they're pouring money into you know BBC worldwide but um the, the yeah the reaction was 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 striking in in its positivity and you, you went onto forums and for, forums and people were saying you know what we're all agreeing with each other this is a really good pick and it was it's a, a really a really happy vibe in fandom uh, i'm sure they'll find a way to uh, to start clawing each other's eyes out at a later stage but um at the moment it, everyone's quite quite happy and excited and keen to see what capaldi will bring and as i said the you know the tabloids and and, and the general media in the uk very welcoming with open arms uh, capaldi uh, onto the show and um, uh, it'd just be interesting to see uh, their reaction everyone's reaction actually when he when he uh, when he comes when he gives his first performance in his first full episode um, yeah I, I, I honestly think that um, uh, once he beds it down everyone will be really happy with what he what he brings old school and new school and speaking of old school it was a nice bit of uh, synergy did you hear about uh, Capaldi was mentioning that in the uh early 70s he wrote off to Barry Letts in the production office and Barry Letts sent him back scripts of the mutants um, <laughs> could he not have given him a better set of scripts oh, <laughs> maybe he wanted dear, to get rid of them out of his office dear Barry uh, if you're throwing anything out how about sending fear from the deep my way uh, yeah but you know he sent him back drawings and, and, and a nice little package for him yes and uh, it sort of helped him along the way to you know be getting interested in becoming an actor that's amazing. It is. It is. I think. I think it's a little. Well, uh, up until his announcement and then uh, the co-commitment, um, he's a fan. I, I never realised that you know he, he was a fan. But I, I think it's testimony to the way that Doctor Who has become entrenched in British entertainment culture. That um, you know a lot of people who are in the entertainment industry actually like the show. I mean, Doctor Who is up there with in terms of you know British you know, fictional, fictional culture. There's Sherlock Holmes, there's James Bond, and then there's, there's Doctor Who. I mean, these are, these are enduring characters who, you know, periodically get a, get, get a burst of new, uh, new blood, a rejuvenation, and they come back and, and people embrace them again and again, over and over. Uh, and we've seen that with, you know, the new Cumberbatch series, Sherlock, uh, you know, Daniel Craig has, has, has revitalized the James Bond franchise, which was moribund for a great number of years. And you see it again with Doctor Who, and, and I see Capaldi doing a Cumberbatch. I see Capaldi doing a Daniel Craig, where um, he will revitalise the show. I think it was. I think it's been drifting for the last eighteen months, partly because of what's going on screen, partly because of production issues. You know, budget cuts, and you know the the sort of the, the uh, splitting the season into two to just because of those uh, you know budget cuts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think Capaldi will be an excellent shot in the arm. 
Yeah, uh, the, it's not Matt's fault for what's been going on the last 18 months. No, no, I would never fault any of the actors um, in the title role. It's a, it's, it's a hard, demanding role, and they do their very best with what they're given. And, you know, I think I think that, as I, as I said before, it's, 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 it's great that Matt Smith has probably left one year too early. I think Stephen Moffat should have left at least two years ago. Probably two, two years ago, that <laughs> early. Well, that early. Maybe one year ago. I'm probably a little bit overly excited there. I think, I, I think Moffat may should. All right, I will say this: Moffat should leave with Smith. He should leave with Smith. I think. I think it's. I think it's uh, remiss that when a production team hangs on past the end of their doctor. I think because I mean you saw RTD leave with 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 uh, with Tenet. And I think I think Moffat should leave with Smith, but it's not going to happen. Fair enough. We'll just we'll just see what we'll see. Yeah, and we've seen the effects of what happens when a producer stays too long. Okay. You know, so, you know, rotating doctors in and out, yes. haven't we? I mean, I, I, and we're not saying that uh, Moffat is comparable to J and T. I just think that I think that Moffat has used all his tricks. I think that I think that the cupboard is bare in terms of his script writing now. All we're going to get is a recycling. And and you know, at the end of the day, you run out of ideas when you're doing one thing. You you know you can't be expected to come up with a you know with fresh ideas time and time again. And I can imagine it's a bit of a treadmill for Moffat when he's not having to force himself to write a script. He's he's having to ride uh, ride herd. Sherlock. Well, Sherlock, but he's 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 also expected to ride herd over a whole multiplicity of other of other script writers and try and bring them up to scratch. Hmm. And um, it, it, it must be very hard having all those roles. I, I, I think, you know, he's not going to do it because he clearly loves the show and he clearly loves his job. And that's fantastic. I think um, with Capaldi coming in, I can understand why Moffat would want to stay to beat him down, but he probably should leave either now or in a year's time. But I think we'll he'll see. find it leaving in a year's time. I think he'll, as he said, he'll bed Capaldi down and then we'll say, I'm going. And then we'll probably get Mark Gaddis or Toby Whithouse in. Yes, I think. I, well, I mean, the I, who should be the new showrunner show is a is a podcast for another day. Yes, um, I like Mark Gaddis very very much. I like what he does. I think Mark Gaddis is very one note. There's nothing wrong with that. If you if you're good at one thing, you should always stick with it. But um, it may be that um, someone else should be the showrunner, not Mark Gaddis, who is a is a, a bit of a fan pick, but. We'll see, but that's that's way off topic. We've left Capaldi way behind. He's waving at us, saying, "Come back, come back to me." So to sum it up, Capaldi, thumbs up to both of us. Two thumbs up, and a leg. (laughs) Very much so. I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing what uh, Peter Capaldi brings to the show in 2014. And for those of you who want to contact us, thanks to the miracle of the internet, there's a multiplicity of ways you can do it now. Uh, our Twitter handle is uh, at 42 to doomsday and 42 is 42. You can contact us at our email account, which is 42 to doomsday at gmail.com. And finally, uh, we have a, a blog, uh, 42 to doomsday.wordpress.com. Uh, so, you know, feel free to uh, send us messages. As we've said before, uh, the podcast is for our listeners. If you've got anything that you want us to talk about or any improvements to suggest, 
don't hesitate tell us and we'll work out we'll do our very best to work through it so i've been robert and i've been mark until next week goodbye